Shooter? Shootist? Gunner, Victoria offered slyly. Cheney laughed, laid the gun down on the barouche step, and pulled off her gloves. An immaculate footman stepped forward, bowed, took the gloves, and retreated a discreet distance as Cheney began to reload. Unlocking the breech, she placed the tiny cartridges with fulminate of mercury in the six chambers, then fit the percussion caps over the nipples of the chambers. Closing the breech with a business-like snap, she began to load the powder and ball. Your hands are dirty, Cheney, Victoria said disapprovingly. Why don't you let Will or David do that for you? Because, Victoria, reloading quickly and efficiently is a skill, just as shooting straight is a skill. I want to know how to do it, and I want to do it well. Cheney retrieved her gloves and mounted stocking, placing the gun in the specially made saddle holster that matched her gleaming leather side saddle. Shiloh had given her both the gun and the holster for Christmas four days earlier. Stocking gave a welcoming whinny and wheeled. He tried to break into a trot, but Cheney expertly held his head as she went back out toward the targets. Shiloh came up and held the horse's bridle for a moment as he instructed Cheney. Jane Ann Blue's eyes warmed as she watched. She looks wonderful, doesn't she? She's so vivacious and strong. Yes, she is, Victoria admitted. I've never known anyone like her. Cheney and Stocking made quite a picture in the open field, with the virgin snow as a carpet and the light blue winter sky as a ceiling. Cheney was wearing a dark green riding habit, and the nipped-in waistline of the rather masculine jacket made her waist look impossibly small. Her auburn hair was tidily tucked into a black net snood beneath her black hat, which was a smaller version of a man's top hat, and a black net veil floated behind her. She wore soft black leather riding boots, but no spur, for Cheney maintained that if a good rider had a good horse, a spur was unnecessary. Her horse, Stocking, and Shiloh's horse, Sock, were matched geldings. Both were glossy chocolate brown, sturdy standard breads, almost sixteen hands high. Shiloh and Cheney could tell them apart easily, but to the unfamiliar eye, the only difference between the two was that Stocking had a white marking up to his knee on his off hind leg, and Sock had a white mark up to his hock on his near hind leg. Doc, don't blow Stocking's head off, Shiloh was pleading. Oh, for heaven's sake, what do you think I'm going to do, sight between his ears? Cheney pulled the gun out of the sheath and pointed it toward the sky. Seriously, please tell me what to do. You know I always do what you tell me. Joke, right? Shiloh settled his hat more firmly on his head and patted Stocking's neck soothingly. First thing I gotta tell you is that Stocking might be used to hearing gunshots, but he's not used to them going off right behind his head. He might bolt. No, he won't. He might spook, but he won't bolt. Uh, just be ready. Now, Hitting a target from a moving horse isn't the same as sighting carefully from a strong stance. But you've got a really good eye, Doc, and I think you'll probably be as good at this as you are at everything else you do. Why, thank you. Cheney was always surprised and pleased at Shiloh's offhanded compliments. Welcome. 
He looked up at her and smiled, a careless, easygoing smile that made the V scar under his left eye stand out in relief. His teeth were white and even, his eyes a mild cornflower blue, and whenever he smiled at people, they generally couldn't help smiling back, as Cheney did now. Here's what you do, he went on. Just pretend, kinda, that you point your index finger at the target. Only it'll be the gun, you see. That's all. That's all? Cheney said doubtfully, eyeing the neat row of six tin cans a few feet away. That's all for targeting, Shiloh replied. Only other things you have to worry about are cocking the hammer, pulling the trigger, holding the reins, guiding the horse, not shooting the horse, not shooting yourself, not shooting anybody else, keeping the horse from bolting, not falling off the horse. His words faded as he headed for the carriage in the grove.